Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It is Tuesday, September 19th. And yesterday, um, thank you to a couple of folks reached out to me. I posted the wrong uh, uh, podcast on Spotify. Uh, I fixed it within um, probably 10, 15 minutes of me actually posting it. Thank you to everyone who reached out to me um, and, and told me about it. My apologies. My QC department is currently fired, which is me. You fired, buddy. <laughs> um, but I had a busy day yesterday, so I was kind of rushing and blah, blah, blah. I did sign a deal with Seeking Alpha. Uh, I will be doing a series um, with Seeking Alpha of um, an everyday investor using the Seeking Alpha premium tier um, to try and see, okay, uh, let's use Seeking Alpha to have an everyday investor who's um, just kind of listening to the podcast. Let's see if they can use um, the tools in Seeking Alpha to actually find some stocks, trade some stocks, and understand some stocks. Uh, I will be doing supervisory of this, nothing more than supervisory. Uh, the person that I've picked will not be on the podcast, but I will be going over things that they've done uh, and providing some feedback. But I will not be providing feedback um, until they have chosen the stock and things of that sort. And I will make them give me reasons at, uh, using Seeking Alpha. So I think it'll be a good series. I think it's going to be a good partnership. I'm, I'm positive about it. Uh, it. I think it's like 180 a year or something like that. It's not a super amount. They do have some quant services, some AI services in there. Um, and, and they really do go deep on stocks. So the, the premium one, I, I, in my mind, I think it's, it's the nice medium between uh, TrendSpider, which is a, a good investment. You know, if you've only got a beginner account and you want some type of fundamental understanding, because uh, I think Seeking Alpha mixes fundamental with technical because they do have the charting, but I think it's going to be a good partnership. I'll go into it more, and I don't want to talk about too much about it until I actually have access, and they've said I can show it all on screen and things of that sort. So um, that was one of the sticklers that we were going over is I do a lot of live stuff, so uh, I'm not going to edit crap out. But uh, I like them. It was a great, great you know discussion with those guys, and I think it'll work out perfectly, and I think it's a great compliment to TrendSpider. Those of you with TrendSpider, uh, you'll just have to make the determination of, I, I, again, I think TrendSpider is my lead tool just because I think technical helps me, um, but I, I think it, it complements it well. And if you have TrendSpider, I, I think Seeking Alpha will be a good complement to it, but you know, you might not necessarily need it. I, I, I wanted it for the everyday investor who wants to buy and hold. So we got the markets open right now. Let's talk about SPY. Uh, we still don't have confirmation. Got you out of a trade yesterday, uh, 0.04%. So I, I do see um, kind of downside. Now, here's the thing. Fed meeting is today. The the um, the press conference is tomorrow. 
the the market has priced in that uh, they will pause. I we saw a pop last time when the market had it pop, pr- priced in for a pause, and and when they pause, it popped, and then it immediately came immediately came back. So I you know again yeah I got the MACD kind of going down. You've got the RSI at forty one ninety one. Um, you're down 0.2% uh, just in, in the market right now. Uh, I, I think, you know, QQQ kind of is the same thing. I mean, there's not I, – I continue to say we're choppy. Uh, we need some type of catalyst, either up or down, good news, bad news. There's always going to be good news and bad news in the market, but we need some type of catalyst. Maybe tomorrow's the catalyst. But you're in this traditionally weak uh, portion of uh, the markets just seasonally. So until October, I think we may be range bound. And QQQ, you can see it got you out with a two percent gain. TQQQ got you out with a three percent gain. It kind of followed the same thing, but you're seeing the MACD cross down. The RSI is falling. This one's down 055 percent. Um, if you wanted to buy it, I don't think you're doing yourself any disfavor by buying it. Um, you're under the 50-day. You're going to go back over the 50-day on QQQ. These are long-term investments in SPY and QQQ. I don't don't expect you to trade them. If you wanted to trade them, trade the levered ETFs. Um, and this brings me to kind of my, one of my uh, the, the questions from uh, Amy. I think it's Amy. Let me scroll down in my notes. Amy from Spotify asked, uh, I just found your podcast on Friday. You mentioned a couple of times that the algorithm didn't work on a particular stock. Do you know what percentage of stocks it works or doesn't work on? Uh, Amy, thanks for the question. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the family. Uh, I don't know the percentage. So this is a good example of of when it works and when it doesn't work. What you want in a stock in my algorithm, remember it's based on MACD. If you don't know MACD, just go to YouTube, type in MACD. You can look at um, Trading Rush is a great channel to watch the MACD stuff. He's got some great videos on MACD that he back tests and things like that. But my, my algorithm is based on the MACD. For the MACD, you want volatility. Um, and that's where the algorithm helps you. The algorithm was developed uh, right after COVID where I said, you know, I just lost 30%, 40% within a month of my, my, because I didn't take quick enough action to, to trim, to get out. Um, the world was shutting down. There was obvious news that the world was shutting down. We knew that the stock market was going to go down. We just didn't know how fast it was going to go back up. We didn't know if people were going to open things up. Um, you know, we just didn't know. So I wanted something to protect me, uh, from that huge downturn. And so we developed the algorithm, me and my buddy, Steve, uh, it's based in TrendSpider. It's a MACD strategy, like I said. Um, here for the QQQ, over two years, uh, the performance is 9.3%. If you bought and held the asset, you'd be up 2%. So it's 24.3 months. Um, it, it's, you know, I do it over, what, a thousand candles. So it's just, you know, y- you don't know which stocks. I haven't scanned, okay, which stocks perform better on the algorithm. I will talk about it in a little bit, but maybe the new assistant, the new AI assistant in um, in TrendSpider might be able to do that for me. Just scan like the S&P and show, show me how many it actually works for better uh, than buying and holding. But in something like a QQQ, where the algorithm gives you 9.3% over two years and, and, and just buying and holding makes you 2%, you do want to listen to the algorithm a little bit more. And something like SPY, let's take a look at SPY. It should perform better, but SPY has less volatility, so it might not perform better. 
Um, yeah, the algorithm may, loses you 0.1% versus buying and holding makes you 2.9. So in SPY, it's a little less important. You know, your, your levered ETFs on SPY, you're going to probably take a little less look at the four hour, maybe use the 65 minute. Um, let's look at the 65 minute uh, algorithm on SPY. We'll run this one. Uh, and remember, this doesn't use the MACD. It just uses um, the eight-day EMA. This one's just not as good either. Um, buying and holding over eight months, you've made 13% in SPY. Uh, the eight-day EMA loses you 0.9%. So uh, none of the algorithms really work on SPY. Uh, so you want it doesn't mean you ignore uh, the, the signal because a lot of these buy signals in here, uh, like this one, 2%. Uh, back in March, from March 22nd all the way to uh, April 26th. You want to listen to it because you know the algorithm does tell you good entry points. It just may not tell you great exit points. For instance, uh, you can see um, this one, it got you out and got you right back in and then got you right back out. Uh, that This point right here where you lost confirmation on the nine day, maybe you got out. So it's more about preference. I use it as a guide, something like, you know, for instance, Apple. Apple's a great example. Uh, the algorithm on Apple um, makes you 21.9%. Um, let me see. Hold on one second. We're going to uh, run this one. Uh, oh, that's the MACD. Let's run this one. Um, the uh, algorithm on Apple makes you 39.5% versus 25% buying and holding over 24.3 months. Now, I do use the algorithm because it has almost doubled um, just buying and holding. So you heard me say during this period in my retirement account, I trimmed Apple. And the reason for to, uh, to trim Apple was clear. It was because, hey, we probably have a little bit of a downturn here and I've lost some of my nine-day uh, confirmation. And then boom, when this got me out, I trimmed a little bit more. So it doesn't mean I got out of my position in Apple just because the algorithm is better. You want to use the algorithm as just one tool in your toolkit. It doesn't mean, you know, I don't listen to it absolutely. If I'm trading, uh, like for instance, Netflix or, or you know, um, Sedge or something like that, I should listen to it perfectly, but I don't. So Amy, just, I know you're new. It's just a guide. It's one tool in, in, in a piece of thing. If you want to absolutely listen to the, um, the bot, uh, Transpider is an option. Launch it as trading bot. Uh, you know, if you find a stock where, where the algorithm is just performing over two years better than uh, what, what buy and hold is, maybe you want to launch it as a trading bot. You can easily do that. Launch it as a trading bot. Boom. Wham, bang, bing, whatever. I don't trust bots, so I don't listen. I, I, I use it as a tool. Um, you know, unfortunately with Apple many times, like it's pulled back a lot. I've, I've, I've been in situations where I just haven't pulled the trigger and gotten out, you know, Nvidia is a good, another good one. Um, Nvidia, uh, buying and holding on Nvidia makes you do, do, do 110% over 24.3 months. Now the algorithm makes you 146% over that. Uh, if you shorten the algorithm down to like 500 candles, I'm sure you would, uh, the buy and hold would do better. Um, but NVIDIA has high volatility. So it makes sense to try and uh, limit your exposure uh, per se. It's down at 436. But I will go over some, um, I, I was just looking at the the, the uh, 
daily stock picks core portfolio. And I want to just go over here. Here's Apple. Uh, and I'll go over my notes. Apple, MACD cross up, probably getting you back in. You got your nine day confirmation, iPhone sales, stronger than expected. Um, they, they are sold out of the, the 15 pro max, uh, until I think October, uh, November. So if you didn't pre-order, you're not getting Amazon under 140. You're still in this trade, but you're seeing that button hook that I talk about. You don't have nine day confirmation, but this is an AI play. This is a, I mean, I just order from Amazon constantly. Uh, I just got, and I went over it uh, with, with some folks um, live on YouTube. I just got uh, four air filters for my Tesla with some tools, $29 on Amazon, $29. It was great. You know, I'd pay a Tesla 80 bucks just to change my filters and give me two new filters. Uh, and they don't do the... Um, the spray cleaning anymore because people complained about the smell. So again, Amazon, just a good, good, you know, solid company under 140. I think you're fine buying it. If you want to wait for it to get confirmation, go ahead. Boeing, I would not buy it here because you can see it's under that nine day, has no confirmation, but that MACD is super low. The RSI is down at 25. This is a stock that is getting oversold. Um, it has some problems, absolutely has some problems. Um, but I, I like this stock. And if it gets under 200, I say load up on it because I think it's getting back to 240. It's just going to trade in that range. Um, Devon Energy. We talk about Devon. I mean, it's trading at $50. You're going to, you know, this is a chart that I put in yesterday's new, newsletter. Sell over 50 if you want, buy under 50. Look, just going back to July, if you bought under 50, this was one gain. And then you sold over 50. This is at July 17th. That's number two. You made a nice gain right there. You get under 50. I mean, you know, you, you buy here at what, 48? You sell up here at 53. That's a nice 10% gain. You get out of that one. Then you get back under here, under 50 at 49. Um, that's two. I mean, you're talking about two months and you've got three or four different opportunities to, to buy under 50 and sell over 50 and it's an energy name. I got three emails from people yesterday saying, God, I wish I wish I had gotten into energy. Well, this is a stock that's been beaten up. And the great part about it, like I said, you get a 10% dividend if you just want to sit and hold it. If you just want to buy it under 50 and just hold for a long-term capital gain, you get a 10% dividend while you do it. Uh, Eli Lilly, <clears throat> this is one. They don't have many down days. But this one has pulled back quite a bit. Uh, again, I would not probably buy it at this price. I do think that the beginning of this gap at 500 may provide an opportunity for you to start adding. Uh, the VWAP right now, if you pulled it back to pre-earnings where, where we got in, the VWAP is at 530. I think that's where you probably start to see a little bit, but there is a, 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 a volume shelf here at 557. So I think if you wanted to start a position in this, I mean, remember, they have a weight loss drug. That's why this one's going nuts. It could be the greatest uh, single pharmaceutical drug ever sold. Uh, and you've got the RSI down at 50. I mean, this one uh, all the way back to August, the RSI was at like 83. Uh, you know, it got up to like 87. I mean, that's crazy. It's just over overbought. But it doesn't mean that it's, it's just going to cool off. Um, Meta. Meta under 300. It's at 303. I don't think you're doing any, yourself any disfavor by buying it at 303. You got to get it before these earnings. 
if for some reason, uh, you know, uh, Powell pauses, uh, boom. I mean, the, the mar- I, I think the, the market's going to take off. Uh, but Meta under 330. Then we got Microsoft. Um, I could talk about Moderna. It went down significantly yesterday. It's back at the 105 level. Well, let's look at Moderna before we get to Microsoft just so I stay in alphabetical order. It, it got you out. You have no confirmation. The problem is who's going to take a, a shot? And the Pfizer CEO or CFO came out and said, hey, there's not a lot of COVID shot uh, demand out there. So uh, they warned about it. Moderna is a one-trick pony, a one-shot pony. Uh, so, you know, right now they just have COVID as their, uh, their, their main income. Once they get a flu vaccine, they could be better. Now, here's uh, Microsoft. It's under the 200-day. Uh, for the first time since August, um, and and this since this AI rally really started, you haven't seen it touch the 200-day. So, do you want to get into it? I think so. There's a gap up here between 345 and 348. This is not one that I would trade. I would say, you know, buy and hold it. Netflix, you're under 400. Uh, I like this one to get back at least to this gap. Um, the writer strike isn't helping them, but. If there's one service that isn't going to churn out a significant amount of subscribers, it's this one. I think you're going to see when they announce earnings on October 18th that you're going to have an increase in revenue, blah, blah, blah. This is under the 200-day. The RSI is at 27. The MACD is super low. This is just so oversold. Year-to-date, it's a crazy stock. It's been good, blah, blah, blah. NVIDIA, uh, 403 might be a level that it actually gets to, but that would be extreme. Uh, 403 is back to where it pulled back um, just after, I think right before the earnings, it was uh, pulled back to 403. Um, Yesterday, it got to 420. If you get down to the 420s, add to this one. I think you're fine. They do have short-term pricing power. The problem is, as we go on, does NVIDIA have uh, the, the gusto and the pricing power to continue? A lot of people think so. It's just one that you add. I think it got overbought. Through this, uh, uh, close to 500. Uh, I sold at 505. Um, I think it got up to like 520 after the earnings. And then it pulled back. Then it went up. It's just in a pullback. The 200 days at 407. I think if you get down there, I think you load up the Brinks truck. I do think when you get to 500, it's a significant uh, resistance level. But Nvidia, I would buy. Roblox. I mean, if you by the way, if you want Oxy, Oxy's getting a 70. I mean, it's it's energy. Uh, Roblox, I like this one to to 30. Um, Roblox, uh, you're out with a 3% gain. It just got you out a couple of days ago with a 3% gain. If you're listening to the algorithm, now the algorithm loses you 68%. You lose 64% by just buying and holding. So use the algorithm as you will. I do think that you wait for confirmation to get back into this because that nine day, you're under it. Um, the, the MACD is under the oscillator line. The, the, the RSI is at 36. It's a little bit weak. Again, if we start seeing something up, you know, you, you may want to just look at it. Shopify's up another, down another 2%. You're down below the, the 200 day. Um, this gap right here, the, the, the start at 53 probably comes into play. Um, I would say that this volume shelf here at 57, um, let's make sure we're, Let's go back to two earnings ago. And you're, you're seeing the volume shelf. It's just kind of the next volume shelf that you see that has some support is 55. 
This is an $80 stock. I think they got rid of their cost center. It's just run up a little bit. So people are a little bit worried about it. They're making money. I believe they're making money. Let me make sure Shopify is making money. And if they're not making money, they're probably going to make money. Yeah, they're losing $2 billion. They have plenty of cash on hand. They're not going to do a distro. Um, uh, So uh, the average price target, 66. So you're trading at 50. Uh, upgrade uh, August 31st hold to buy $70 price target I think you're getting back there to 80 I think you're fine holding this one I think you just add to it uh, again in my mind I ho- own this one and I believe my um, I have two lots I believe I have one in retirement and one in brokerage the brokerage I definitely want to hold on to until I am uh, into long-term capital gains the the retirement I will probably be a little bit more punchy and pulling out uh, around that 200 day. Uh, Tesla. Let's talk about Tesla. Uh, I heard the best uh, AI system description. So the Dojo system, if you didn't know, the Dojo system is Tesla's AI system that uses visual cameras um, to drive full self-driving. They don't use LiDAR. Uh, Waymo and Cruise both use LiDAR and experts have said, hey, LiDAR is something that you absolutely need. Um, Elon has said, no, we can do this with visual. And so he basically has vision using this. Uh, the best explanation that I've heard, if they get FSD to uh, level four autom- uh, autonomy uh, and they have visual AI, the vertical uh, revenue streams that would come from the dojo system being able to observe things and get to level four is incredible. And the opportunities there, I saw Kathy Wood, she didn't even explain it as well as uh, I I read this one. But it's amazing, amazing, uh, the the verticals that this could have. Uh, Tesla has uh, mentioned robots. Well, if they have visual AI, imagine what a robot could do with visual AI. Could kill everybody. (laughs) But that's why I say, hey, get this one. Uh, And to, to Amy's point, the algorithm. Uh, over two years, 24 months, the algorithm algorithm makes you 131%. I said it likes volatility. It gets you out at the top, puts you in at the bottom. It loves a chart with volatility, and Tesla has that. If you bought and held Tesla, you're up 9.7%. So in my mind, you do want to listen to the algorithm when it comes about here. Your average win on Tesla is 21%. You win 42% of the time. So you're really only winning four out of 10 times, but you're winning 21%. So the goal is, and and the key to the algorithm is to make sure that you identify stocks that have volatility with pullbacks, but it also has the ability to take off. And so you're, you're looking at tech sector, you know, the, again, the algorithm was built around my own personal portfolio, which is heavy tech, heavy volatility. So that's the key to, to the algorithm. Um, but speaking of the Tesla, uh, one chart that I really like, um, and I, I said, hey, when this gets under 20, I think you absolutely want to pull the trigger on this one. And it did. It got to 21. The algorithm pulled the trigger on 21. Um, I think you're seeing a button hook now. I think maybe you wait until you get to lower $22, but 
you're in the 22 handle. I do think this gets to $30. Uh, if you listen to the algorithm, you're in at 21. You got down to 1962 on August 24th. Uh, I think that's a great price to get into this stock. You see the 50-day is starting to turn positive. The 200-day the start is has been positive. And that, that nine-day, you don't have confirmation. So I, I would wait a little bit to get in here, but I do think it's a $30 stock. Do not wait. You could buy a little bit here and then buy maybe on the way down. Uh, and then dollar cost average your way up to 30. I do think it's getting to a $30 stock. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the month. You're at the 19th. They're going to announce uh, monthly deliveries at the beginning of October. I think this is one that goes along with Tesla. I think you'd buy. I don't have this one in the core portfolio. And the reason I don't have this one in the core portfolio is it's actually it's super expensive. It is a hype stop, but it's, it, price to sales is 7.41. Um, they have cat plenty of cash and, and Amazon's a backer. And if you're watching Amazon, they have a ton of Rivian vans. And so they're delivering a ton of commercial vehicles, a ton of, uh, consumer vehicles. And, and I like the stock and I like the car. I really, really like the car, but Rivian's one that, that I would say Uber, uh, it's kind of flattening out between 45 and 46. Uh, it's playing with this 50 day. The 50-day is at 45.88. I think that's where you probably wait for it to get under that 50-day, and then you pull the trigger. I like this one here. So there's a look at at, at pretty much the core portfolio, what I think uh, about some of the hot stocks in the core portfolio. Um, one that I have in my trading portfolio, and I have not done well on, uh, is Ulta. And I think Ulta, uh, for me, look out below. I might get out of Ulta and, and take the loss. Um, and the reason being, you know, here, here's the algorithm. The algorithm has you in at 417. You're trading at 407, still has you in. The algorithm, so remember, the algorithm is built um, to, uh, around high volatility stocks. This one was not a high volatility stock, it's a consumer stock. Um, it just had a run up post pandemic. I think it's overvalued now, and I think I'd rather go into Elf, which is probably uh, less um, less high uh, high volume. I mean, if you go and look at Elf, uh, their forward PE is forty four. If you look at Ulta, I mean, Elf's got some hype on its side. Forward PE of Ulta is fifteen, but Ulta isn't growing, and so you know they they may have hit a peak. Look at this one. I mean, you're talking about five fifty. It got way down in June to four oh seven. You're kind of putting in that bottom at 400. Um, my my guess is that that's probably a bottom. I just think Elf, in my mind, probably has momentum on its side. Um, it has pulled back as well. This is a $150 stock, but with their sales growing, um, I've seen some analysts put it up at 170. The target price right now is 149. It got to 139. You're still you're 13% below your 52-week high. Um, Ulta, on the other hand, you know, it, it, it may require some uh, some dollar cost averaging on that one, but it's a small position. I may get out of it. There's an interesting new ETF that came out, um, and, and ETF Edge went over it yesterday, and I'll, I'll link to their uh, podcast yesterday with Bob Pisani uh, on Spotify, and uh, it's a new ETF. It's zero-day options, and so you can listen to this one. Uh, Bob Bassani with Sylvia Jablonski, CEO of Defiance ETFs. She was interesting, didn't convince me, but this new ETF, uh, let me close this down, is uh, QQQY. 
And let's see, did it start trading yesterday? Um, I think it started. Tra- may have started trading yesterday, but it doesn't have a lot of candles. I know that. Yeah, it's new. Um, let's see about the 65-minute algo on this one because we may have more candles. But what this does, this puts off a crazy dividend. She's talking about 60% dividend. And that's what that's what it's back tested to. Uh, she said that yesterday. My eyes popped out of my head. Um, but it's zero day options is what they're doing. Uh, and I guess it's not on Finviz. Um, but zero day options ETFs they they're harvesting premium and using zero day options to expire. They're unwinding the trade and collecting the premium. Didn't quite fully understand it. I'll include the link to the podcast in the uh, the newsletter. Those of you that trade options may be able to help me on this one. Um, but it was it was interesting to hear her uh, her explanation of everything. I liked it. Um, now, what I didn't like was I think she was selling an ETF. So I take it with a little grain of salt. Uh, last trades last night. I thought this was interesting. Uh, Josh Brown uh, loved IEO. This is the uh, U.S. shares. Uh, U.S. oil and gas and explanation iShares, uh, IEO is is uh, you know if you want just energy, I mean IEO he says it's going much higher that we're probably going to hundred dollar barrel uh, of oil, so he 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 thinks it's going to continue to go and he's been actually pretty well with energy. Um, Goldman Sachs, it's interesting because Goldman's Cart IPO came out um, and it priced at the high end. Um, of their uh, IPO. Let me see if I have the note. Um, Where's my cart note? Um, I guess I don't have a cart note. But I know they priced at the high end of their IPO. I don't know the price. But everybody's waiting for this one. Um, Essentially, Goldman Sachs, they are uh, involved in the cart IPO and they will make a ton of money. Look at JP Morgan making like $2 billion off of uh, ARM. Or something. I mean, it was crazy the amount of money that they they made. But Goldman Sachs, if this uh, IPO with CART goes well, uh, it may indicate that the uh, the uh, uh, the IPO window is open, which which may push Goldman Sachs back up to the four hundreds. So close to 400s. Uh, you're at 344 right now. You're on this run. You've got confirmation. Like I said yesterday in the, the um, uh, with the new uh, scanner that I have in TrendSpider where it says, okay, let's uh, find the 50-day within 1% of the 200-day, which means you could find before golden crosses. This is the 50-day moving positive. After this, it could be signaling a golden cross. And so – if the 50 day is going to continue to move positive, you'll see a golden cross, which means that it could go up even higher. Um, so uh, there's a REIT, VNQ. Uh, one of the traders was talking yesterday about VNQ, which is the uh, the Vanguard real estate sector. Uh, it's an ETF. She said it's pretty much like a REIT. So it includes all the REITs. Now, what's interesting about this one with Vanguard real estate, you're down 22%. Uh, in 24 months on this real estate uh, Vanguard real estate ETF, the algorithm makes you 13%. You win 42% of the time. Your average win is only 4.42%. Now you do take 26 positions, so it's a lot of trading within you know about once a month, just a little bit more than once a month. 24 months, 26 positions. 
Um, you're at, again, your average win is 4.42%. So it's not a huge win on trading. Um, plus, you'd have to look at your payouts and blah, blah, blah. But this one was interesting to me. I, th- I figured I'd bring it up. Um, let's talk about Wolf Financial. Wolf Financial, if you guys don't know, it's a, you can look them up on Twitter. Pretty successful uh, group. They just launched uh, a weekly um, uh, watch list within TrendSpider. It's their weekly picks. So they're launching that. I don't know that they have back testing. I don't know that they have um, actual monitoring, but it's interesting. Super, super interesting. Uh, I'm following it. I like some of their picks. In fact, notice Enphase is one of their weekly picks here. It's down 1.2%. Um, Overstock, which is down 5%, just a horrible, horrible one. I think they always have. One that caught my eye, Groupon. Uh, let's go look at the Groupon chart because this caught my eye. And this is one that I don't think anybody has been watching uh, per se. GRPN is the, at least nobody's brought it up to me. But this one is a monster stock. I mean, let's talk about in June, buying at, at what, $5.38? You got out with a 100% gain in September. This has been a monster, monster stock. Still has confirmation. I don't know what's going on with it, but I love that Wolf Financial is kind of you know tooting their own horn and, and pounding the pavement on this one. Uh, and, and I found it through them. So another watch list, another win for TrendSpider. Um, TrendSpider launched a new assistant. And uh, I it's up here uh, in the upper right. Hopefully you can see it. It's assistant, control K. Um, it's amazing what it can do. The official TrendSpider announcement is coming this week. There will be mo- much more detail. Uh, Dan did a video about it last week, and I should have known Dan would do a video about it before it's out. He shows you how powerful this is. Um, he basically just said, find me all the ascending triangles within the S&P 500. Didn't have to scan, didn't have to do a tool, didn't have to do anything. He just asked the assistant to do it. And it wrote the code for him. So it wrote the strategy. So if you have a strategy and you want to backtest it, you basically just type it into the assistant. So I thought that was amazing. I'll include the link to that video uh, in my uh, in my um, in my uh, newsletter. But the assistant uh, here. Let's just Google it. Um, let's see, Trend Spider Assistant. Uh, Let's see. Do, 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 do. Um, yeah. How much does TrendSpider pay? Six salaries. Let's see. Uh, Help.TrendSpider. Let's look at their... Uh, I guess they do have some type of blog on there. I'll include a link to it in the newsletter. But uh, Oh, here it is. Here's the link to it. I have it right in my tweet. Uh, the assistant is all about getting things done quickly. Open it, the control K. Your assistant simplifies everything. What the assistant can, assistant offers to search through a huge list of meaningful actions one could do on TrendSpider. These actions vary a great way from basic things like see a chart for a particular ticker to complex compilations like find full-time frame continuity in uh, continuity in Russell 1000 list. Assistants support a wide range of actions and we'll explain below. Your custom content in the assistant. Yeah. Create a watch list name portfolio. After that, your assistant will be suggesting good options for your portfolio or find triangle uh, 
breakout in portfolio. Create a visual script named Double Top confirmed. Find Double Top in uh, energy futures. Find Double Top in portfolio. Create a thing called MACD Cross. Create bot uh, MACD Microsoft or MACD Netflix and it'll give you alerts. It's an amazing, amazing tool. And again, like I said, TrendSpider adds crap like this all the time. Um, and they just, you know, they, they kind of toot their own horn, but they don't raise the price. It's amazing. There is a YouTube video out uh, for TrendSpider. It's a new indicator that they have as well called the Super Indicator. Mute that. Oh, come on. Mute. Um, the Super Trend Indicator is a technical analysis tool used to identify market trends and potential entry points in trading. If you plan on using it as standalone, uh, or buy, buy or signal, sell signal, you will be disappointed with the results. In this episode, technical series, Jason walks you through. This is great at finding trend. It's a super trend. It will find you a trend. Jason walks through it. It's fantastic. Watch that one. I'll include it in the newsletter. Uh, oh, here's my cart notes. DoorDash announced new grocery store partners ahead of Instacart's IPO tomorrow. Cart priced at the top of their $28 to $30 price range, valuing the company at $10 billion. Remember, this was like a $500 billion company, something like that during its heyday. Um, AMD, I'll include a chart. Uh, Year-to-date anchored VWAP uh, on TrendSpider. I'll include that chart. I I think I pulled it out of somewhere. I don't have it up on my uh, screen, but it's an anchored VWAP. And every time AMD hits this thing, uh, it tends to bounce off. Uh, and it looks like for the last couple of years, it tends to bounce off. I'll include that chart in the newsletter. AMD is not a buy in my algorithm, the four hour algorithm. It's continued to slide. I think if this one dips under 100, load up the Brinks truck. I just think AMD is is the next one. Uh, you know, it's next to NVIDIA. Chips have just seen, I mean, everything that's run has been horrible. Uh, let's talk about some social requests. Uh, Sam from Facebook. What do you think of Sandbridge Energy? Kind of looks interesting, um, but it doesn't seem to be getting a lot of coverage. It's a small cap. That's why. And, and that's what Sam says. Uh, Sandbridge SD is the uh, Sandridge Energy is the, uh, the, the stock here. Um, the chart looks messy. I mean, typically like every other small ch- small cap, chart looks messy. Now it's an energy stock. Um, my algorithm makes you 28%. Um, the, the buying and holding makes you 45%. You've got volatility in this. You've got a 200-day that's, that's ascending, that's going up. You got a 50-day that's moving down. You just lost all your confirmation. Today, it's up 1.16. It's an energy company. So I would say... Uh, this one's an interesting one because energy with oil and gas, uh, they are making 199 million. Their PE is 2.2, 2.92. So it's super tiny. It's only up 3% this year. Um, short interest, 1 million shares, 36 million shares floated, uh, average target price. They don't have coverage. I mean, 2017 was their last coverage. So, um, yeah, you're right. It's small. Insider selling is the biggest thing. Um, President and CEO sold, what, $76,000 worth on uh, September 6th. So I I wouldn't consider that crazy. There's nothing exciting about it. The chart is what it is. I mean, what's nice about it went from 11 to all the way up to 16. Uh, But you're putting in tops there at 16. Are you buying at 15, hoping that you get back to 15? Nothing super exciting. 
Uh, one that was exciting to me, Next, Next Gen Energy. It's a lithium company. And it was sent to me by a friend saying, hey, what do you think of this one? And here's, here's what I said. Uh, and I, I read a couple of these articles, three uranium stocks. Uh, as nuclear energy gains popularity, I read a few of these tops. Why shares of uranium energy and next gen popped over 16% this week from Motley Fool. That was from a few days ago. I read those articles. Year to date, uh, NXE is up 42%. Yes, this is a Canadian uranium uh, energy company. Now they're losing $70 million. Uh, they have cash on hand, 16 uh, cents. They just did a float, so they just diluted shareholders, um, 486 uh, in order to gain some money. That's essentially why they did it. It's not covered. Uh, insiders, no insider selling or anything like that. But what I saw was, and this, this is, you know, again, it's uh, technical versus fundamental. Fundamentally, I'm not putting any money into this because they're losing money. Um, now, technically, look at this stock chart. I mean, this is, you know, you're in at $5.12 and you're at $6. I mean, way back here, May 30th, you could have bought it $3. You've doubled your money since May. Uh, and it's gone crazy. And you can see the 50-day. You can see the 200-day. You have confirmation over that 9-day if you would have bought around here. You still have a super strong, super trend. I mean, maybe that super trend um, thing would tell us. Their earnings, they lost $0.03. Cents. Earnings here, they lost one cent. Um, they, they're just, it, what I said to my friend is, technically, I'd trade this. I would not hold on to this one. Uh, I think it's uh, long-term, uh, probably got a few weaknesses in um, that that money. I mean, uranium, I think I read that it's $80 per whatever uh, metric they use, and that's the all-time high. So you've got a company losing money with its core um, commodity, that is uh, at an all-time high, um, and the stock is at all-time highs. Why would you put money into it? So in my mind, this is a short option. If you wanted to short, if you wanted to buy some puts, I think this one is a great one to come back down to the 200-day. Uh, but understand that commodity trading can just F you over. So, uh, But Sam, I would probably go with that one over Sandbridge, just, just for my take. Um, John from Instagram, first off, thank you, John, for telling me that I posted the incorrect um, episode yesterday on Spotify. And thank you for listening. Uh, John wanted me to go over Merck. Now, here's what I know about Merck. Uh, I know they have a weakness in their, uh, their drug supply. The algorithm makes you just as much money, 50.4% uh, over 24 months. And if you bought and held, you made 50.4%. Now, that's great over two years. Uh, and it has been a good stock over two years. But their portfolio of drugs, my understanding is it's low. It's not as good as Eli Lilly. Um, they don't make as much cash as, uh, as um, uh, United Health. And you can see the earnings here, great earnings. And then all of a sudden they lost $2.06. I don't exactly know what happened. But it's a uh, earning surprise of plus 5%. So everybody was aware of it. It's probably a one-time charge kind of thing. Who knows? But I would, I would expect it to trade in this range and not have the super growth that it's had over the past couple of years. That's my take on Merck. I don't know much else. Um, you know, you can take a look at, at Finviz if we wanted to take a look at some of the fundamentals. Um, it has been kind of capitulating here. Healthcare has just been a down 
a horrible sector. This one's down 2.62% year to, uh, for the year to date. Um, it's got a PE of 88, which is expensive. Forward PE of, of 12. So they're expecting more earnings to come in. Target price is 124. It's at 108. Um, it's it's 52 week high is uh, 119. So you're only 9% above that. With a a, a weak group, um, you know you can see uh, Citigroup in April neutral to buy 130 $130 price target. Uh, HSBC put it on hold with a 123 price target. The average price target is 124. So I would be a little bit concerned. I mean, nobody's buying this. They bought in April at 113. They bought, you know, small amounts, nothing huge. I mean, 11 shares. Why Why is the president of human health buying 11 shares? You know, that's, that's crazy. And, and look at the dollar amounts here. Cost, um, you know, $109. Let's see. Value. Um $9 million. Look at the sales. I mean, they're buying small quantities, but they're selling huge quantities around a hundred. So I, 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 my hands are off on this one. I would say Eli Lilly, but with the weight loss drug is probably a better bet. Uh, let's look at scans. First scan that has a cross up is one that I personally own. I don't have any list because I am not crazy about, um, the actual stock about the service, but Etsy, uh, this was a pandemic winner. I love the company. I love the service. Hate the stock. Why do I still own this one? I have no freaking idea, but I'm in the red on this one. Um, I don't even know what my average cost. Let me see. You know what? You you guys can listen for a little bit. Uh, we're going to look at the average cost of this one. Bum, 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 because it's, it's an annoying one uh, that I should have absolutely 100% gotten rid of a long time ago. Um, indices check. NASDAQ is down 0.71. S&P down 4.8. I'm down 0.54. So let's see Etsy. My Etsy, uh, I have 100 shares. Um, and I am down 50%. So, uh, it's a fairly decent sized position. My cost was $12,000. Average cost basis, 127.93. I'm at $63 horrible uh, horrible money management it is in um an ira that i don't look at so I, i've lost track of it um i bought it i was way up on it like i said i bought it let's see uh let's look at our tax lots on this one uh tax lots it's in a retirement account so it's in an ira uh i bought it 11 9 2020 so let's go back to a weekly and this is the walk of shame. This is equivalent to getting drunk in high school or college uh, and, and, you know, maybe doing something you're, you're completely embarrassed about. Uh, but 11-9-2020. Let's look at this one. Here we go. Uh, 130. We went up to 300. And your boy has ridden this one down. Again, I love the company, hate the stock. This has gotten killed, absolutely killed. People aren't using it like they did in COVID. So it's a good example of, hey, I just didn't manage this one correctly, um, but I, I'm still holding on to it. Lord knows why. Uh, next, cross up. And, and I'm not going to buy more. You can see on the weekly, it's got no confirmation. I'm not saying to buy this one. I probably should get out of that and pull my uh, 6000 and just put it into Apple. And that's typically what I do is when I yank shit out, I'm just like, fuck it, Apple's the safest. So 
Uh, UMDD, this is the Ultra Pro, which means it's three-time levered on the mid-cap 400. I would be careful of this one. Honestly, it, it came up on a scan. You can see the entry uh, at uh, 1863. It's at, trading at 1861 right now. Um, you can see it's just kind of capitulating around the 200-day. This one had a good run. The algorithm loses you 20%. Um, the, the actual asset loses you 40% over 24.4 months. So the algorithm outperforms, but ultra caps, not my thing. Plus a decaying triple levered asset, not my thing. Uh, one that would be mine is if I thought that the, uh, the fed is going to raise the S Dow. This is uh, ultra pro. So it's triple levered short on the Dow 2379 is where we got the, the cross-up. I'm not playing any of the triple-levered ETFs, by the way. I went over TQQQ earlier, um, but I am not not playing any of these ETFs. Um, just this came up as a, a, a scan, so I'm bringing it up. If you think that the the, the, the Fed's going to raise tomorrow, I, I would buy this one, honestly. I, I think a triple-levered Dow uh, with the Dow where it's at and, and kind of you know up there, I, I think that one's a good one. And finally... Uh, our favorite Vietnamese uh, EV company of hype. Uh, here you got another cross-up. I mean, that, that, that MACD is just kind of capitulating. It's a secondary cross-up, but again, 1713 was the buy a couple days ago. I think maybe yesterday. Uh, 1767 is where we're trading today. So it is up 2%. Uh, if you think this one is going to go up, you've got the uh, confirmation above the nine-day if you want to trade this one. I would suggest on this one, trading on the 65 minute. This is kind of like a, um, uh, what's that one? Um, uh, the other car company that Joe trades all the time. Um, the hype one. But it's a, it, this is a hype, a hype trade. Um, 1735, it's got you in on that one. So uh, the 65 minute algorithm, here's a good example. Makes you 443% over eight months. Uh just buying and holding makes you 69%. So you have uh, over positions, 69 positions. Hey, now uh, your average win is 13%. You win 38% of the time. So you're really only winning 3.8% 3.8 times out of 10. So I, I like that one. Eh. Um, Kareem asked me, what do I think about cart today? Uh, cart will do what arm did. And if we bring up ARM on the 65 minute, you'll see what ARM did. I think Hart will probably see, yeah, Mullen is the, the, the Joe stock on the 65 minute. Here's what Cart did. I mean, ARM did. And I think you're going to see a, um, a significant exact test like this. I think you're going to see the day of, uh, so they say they priced at $30. I don't know what they exactly priced at, but they priced at the high range. I think cart today is going to go up probably 35, maybe 40 bucks. Uh, that when it, that's when it opens. Then it opens up to everybody looking at it uh, and, and looking at the data and then trying to trade it and blah, blah, blah. And then you're going to see it probably pop up for the next couple of days. And then it's just going to go down. If you want to trade this, go ahead and trade it. Um, in my mind, I don't think it's worth it. There's better places to put your money and there's safer places to put your money. The risk in cart is that they had, what, they're 30%, 40% down from their last uh, fundraising in the private markets? That's crazy to put money into something like that. I mean, why do you want to put money into something that's actually losing valuation when it's at the high end of its IPO valuation? 
So Kareem, I'd probably wait for that one. Um, you know, maybe trade Vinfast or, or Mullen. Uh, like Christian says, Mullen is the one that Joe trades all the time on the 65 minute. And he's had some really good positive, um, you know, things on this one. The algorithm loses you 36% um, on, on, this is the 65 minute algorithm on, on Mullen. Uh, if you bought and held Mullen, you lost 99%. And then you have a CEO claiming that it's all uh, manipulated. They're not making money. They're not making money. It's not manipulated. You ain't making money. You don't have cash to actually make the company profitable. You need a long run rate to make a vehicle company profitable. Tesla almost declared bankruptcy. Go and read Elon Musk um, about how Tesla in, in 2018, when I bought my car, almost went bankrupt. He was sleeping on the factory floor. He wanted to get a meeting with Tim Cook. Tim Cook would not take his meeting. Imagine if Tim Cook t- took the meeting and all of a sudden we had an Apple car. Apple and, and Apple turned Tesla around. Tesla turned themselves around and now they've almost got it. Apple would be a, a $4 trillion company today because they would have doubled the size of Apple with just Tesla. Now, I don't know if Elon Musk would have stayed out there. Elon Musk is part of the reason that, that Tesla is what it is. But if he had gotten that, that, that thing, just imagine what Apple would do. So uh, there you have the podcast. It's probably a long one. I don't know the exact minute count, but hopefully you listened. Um, yeah. So if you have any questions, hit me up. There's a couple of places you can hit me up. The link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R.ee slash daily stock pick. This has all my all my lists. Every link that I have, 25% off TrendSpider. If you like the charts that I post, TrendSpider is the one. Join Weeble. Like I said at the beginning, I tried to get Weeble up. Um, OBS does not like it, so I'm going to have to... OBS also blew up on my computer, so I might have to just do some stuff. Um, I'll find a way to, to get it up here. I, I do like Weeble. I may actually have to buy a new Mac Mini because I this, this iMac just kind of slows down when I run OBS. Um, but I do like Weeble. Get their desktop software. I mean, it's really good. Dare I say, it's even smoother than uh, than TrendSpider. Um, it is not um, uh, browser-based. It is a desktop software. Make sure you're getting the desktop software and not the mobile software. If you want my daily uh, newsletter, it's free. I basically go over and post all the charts that I've talked about today. Uh, it is right here. I do have a paid uh, weekend option, but the the daily is absolutely 100% free. That's on the on Linktree. Uh, if you're paying anything more than $30 a month for your phone bill, Visible is just such a great option. I have it myself. Click there. You get $20 off your first month. If you're thinking about buying a Tesla, right here. So you get $500 off and three months of full self-driving completely free. I love set full self-driving. Now, I don't have it driving me around the cities. <clears throat> full disclosure. There ain't no way I'm trusting that damn car. The the, the auto wipers uh, can't even turn on during rain. So yeah, I'm not trusting the car to drive me around the city. But on the highway, holy crap. Changes lanes, goes around slow drivers, gives the slow drivers the middle finger for driving in the left-hand lane. Uh, the car, you know, it does everything that you would do other than the road rage. That was a joke. Uh, the road rage, it does not have. It just kind of does the driving for you. You can sit back. You can relax. Have your hand on the steering wheel. It is unbelievable. If you haven't tried it, I would suggest going to take a, tr- a test drive and, and put that on. I just have a friend who uh, said his wife was in a car in a um, in the market for a new car. He went out and looked at the price of new um, new gas vehicles, new ICE vehicles. And 
they are more expensive than the Tesla. He is reluctant to get a Tesla based on him not wanting an electric vehicle. I said, there is no nothing better than an electric vehicle. Leaving your house with a full tank of gas every day. Um, never having to go to a gas station and put up with people, other people's germs on the gas pumps. Uh, I mean, look at how many people scratch their ass and then put their hands on the, the gas pump. Do you want that? I don't want that. It always disgusted me and I had baby wipes and yeah, maybe I'm a germaphobe. But that was the most disgusting thing for me to try and do was pump gas. Um, and the other thing is the tech in the Tesla. I love the minimalist. Uh, his wife likes buttons. I'm like, does your wife secretly hoard in your closet? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, hoarders love buttons. So I love the minimalism. Uh, I'm not a hoarder. So if you want Tesla, I, again, they're not paying me. I do get, uh, I think I get charging miles if you use my thing, but you get something too. So it doesn't bother me. Savvy trader. Follow my savvy trader stuff. I am going to trade again. Uh, I need to get rid of Ulta. I need to pull a, a, um, Target out of the core portfolio. Uh, I need to get rid of Sedge. Uh, if you want trading portfolio, it's right here. Um, and you can see my trading portfolio. If I go over to all, we can see uh, DraftKings is above 30. I'm still holding it. I do think that it's got more gas in the tank. AMD, I'm down 7%. I'm going to add more to that. NVIDIA, I'm down 6%. I have no worries about that one. PayPal, a little bit of worry. Uh, Netflix, no worries whatsoever. Uber, no worries whatsoever. Meta, I'm up 1%. No worries. Ulta, I may get rid of Ulta. SMCI, no worries whatsoever. Palantir, no worries whatsoever. I would add to that one. Shopify, I'm going to add to that one. Sedge, a little bit of worry. It's down 45%, but I I, I still like it. Uh, I still think that the market's just looking at that one wrong. But listen, price is your ultimate uh, ultimate thing. So um, Savvy Trader is there. If you want to tip me because you made some money or, or I give you a good pick, all my stuff is here with Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, uh, all this stuff. If you don't have Venmo, you can sign up for Venmo. It's a good – Venmo is my preferred one. I really like it. Join our private Facebook group right there. If you want to follow my Twitter with all the stuff that I tweet out about TrendSpider and things of that sort right there. Instagram I'm a little less active on. I need to be more active on. YouTube, you're watching me on YouTube if you're here. Uh, but you can always watch my YouTube Twitch. I'm not real active on. This is Spotify. This is Apple Podcast. That is the Venmo. This is where you email me. I think we're good. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Take